0: Achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanou, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. The topic is raising the frequency of a room. First, a special hello to my listeners in Maryville, Illinois. I haven't had the pleasure of visiting your town yet, but with all the visits I do to the Chicago and Illinois area due to my family having lived there still, I'm sure I'll get there eventually. Thanks for tuning in. So, this is going to be an interesting topic. I've never covered this before in any way. Um, Yes, we've talked about raising our personal frequency, how to do it, why it's important, and keeping it high. But you might not know that you can raise the frequency of a room as well. And let's face it, if you can raise the frequency of a room, then you can raise the frequency of a home or an office. So As a follower of my podcast, you know that energy and frequency are important to spirituality, and I've been diving into all things energetic for decades now. My research goes deeper all the time, and I'm always on the lookout for ways to further raise my frequency and that of my environment, again, whether it's my home or for work. One of the main reasons I've moved my office from Sedona to my home is so that I can better control the energy around me as I'm very sensitive to low frequency or chaotic frequency. You're going to discover more about this as you continue your own spiritual journey. You'll see how it affects you. If it affects, I believe it affects everybody. So it really is more about how it affects you. As your personal frequency rises, which is your body frequency, then you will find yourself becoming more sensitive to low-frequency people and places, and perhaps that's happening in your life now. Maybe you know it, maybe you don't, but maybe it's why you're drawn to listen to today's episode of my podcast. If you are ready to up your game with frequency and you want to increase the frequency of your room or your home... Here's some great ways to do it. Number one is cleaning, right? It's one of my least favorite things, believe me. But a dirty home is a welcome habitat for low frequency energy. I have a lady I know, Bishop Rita, who told me that she's never been to a home to do an exorcism that wasn't dark and cluttered. So open your curtains, get rid of the clutter, get things clean. While intentionally raising the frequency of a room can be part of spring cleaning, it's really something that needs to be part of your regular spiritual practice. And again, that just means what you do on a regular basis. Whether it's a room in your home, your entire home, your office, you spend a lot of time there. And the frequency of that room does affect you and everyone who comes into it. And I'm very cognizant of that with my office I'm sitting in it now. I'm showing you a snowy Sedona scene because we had snow this week. And yes, I was gone when it happened, but there's still some a little a little bit around. I love snow. I really do. I know those of you living in super cold, snowy places think I'm I'm mad, but I live in Arizona. I don't get enough of it. So get your room you're as clean as possible. You know, whatever room you want to focus on, get it as clean as you can from ceiling to floor, wall to wall. Get those dust bunnies out, dust all surfaces, mop, vacuum the floor, vacuum the carpets, wash windowsills, do your best to get that room completely clean. You're not aiming for a sterile environment like a surgical center, but very simply a clean room. And this instantly raises the frequency and you're going to feel it. Odds are that feeling will inspire you to do more. A lot of people, after they clean, they, they feel good, but they don't equate it with the increased inner in frequency that they are feeling, they're sensing. So the next thing is opting for natural materials. Do this the best you can. If, if you don't have a lot of money, many people are struggling right now. I am all for it. go to a secondhand store, see what you can find, see what people are giving away online do an exchange with people, but it's no secret that objects hold energy. Each one of us and everything surrounding us is, in fact, energy. It's vibrating energy, and that's scientific truth. But I recently learned that not every object holds the same energetic frequency all on its own. Research has shown that natural materials vibrate at a higher frequency than those synthetics. Uh, and by a significant margin too. Since making this discovery, I've been making more conscious purchases for everything I bring into my home. Uh, I buy cotton materials. I I have a leather sofa. I have uh, a wool rug. I try to do that with my clothing as well because I'm very sensitive to synthetic fabrics. They, They itch me, they scratch me. And I kind of get little hives from them. So it can be your clothing as well. But we're talking about a room today. So it can be little things like swapping out pillow covers. It can be getting a different blanket on your sofa in your living room, if that's the room you're working on. Um, For me here in my office, it was getting new pillow covers for the client chair. I bought a linen chair for my clients to sit in. Um, I try always anything I'm bringing in. I want it to be natural fabric. The next is to skip synthetic fragrances. And oh, this one's going to be difficult for those of you who love certain name brand scented candles, because those are some of the worst offenders. But not only are synthetic fragrances endocrine disruptors, meaning they can wreak havoc on your hormones, but they also emit some scary chemicals that are definitely not good for you. It's not just the synthetic scent, but the candle wax itself that's bad for you. It's bad for your lungs, bad for your eyes. I used to make candles with my daughter, and we'd add essential oils, and we'd give them as gifts. We made really fancy ones. But that was before I knew about the harmful effects of regular wax candles. So here's something you can do instead, is look for soy-based candles that are scented with natural oils, or unscented, and have cotton wicks, all natural Uh, There's nothing those soy-based candles will emit that was going to be harmful for you or lower the frequency in your room. I'm highly allergic to any scented candle or actually any scented anything that's not scented with high-quality essential oils. And I have found scented soy-based candles to be a great solution. There's quite a few companies making them, and they do use high-quality essential oils. So you'll get the wonderful aromas you crave without bringing down the frequency of your room. Next is add plants. Not only do plants look great by instantly adding life to a space, but their presence also helps increase the room's vibration by a significant amount. The fact that they help filter the air certainly doesn't hurt either. I love it when form meets function, and this is a perfect example of that. It's believed that real plants are best. They they raise the frequency the highest. Faux plants raise the frequency of a room a little. Dried flowers actually lower the frequency of any room they're in, which means my beautiful dried eucalyptus and flower wreath is going bye-bye. If you have a black thumb, like some do, you might find Easy Plant, which is a company, Easy Plant, to be a solution for you. They sell plants in pots that have a built-in reservoir you fill once a month, and you only refill it when it's empty and the soil is dry. My sister, who lives in the Phoenix area, kept killing plants, her report, until she switched to Easy Plant. Now, all her indoor plants are Easy Plant, and I go there frequently, and I see them thriving, and I'm going to get a couple of those myself. And I don't get any kind of commission for telling you about Easy Plant. I just thought you might find it useful. Um, decluttering. This is really a big one. Think of it like this. That vase that you're holding on to because your great aunt gifted it to you, it's taking up energy. It's something you have to store, clean, protect, maybe ensure, move. It's some. It takes up your valuable time and energy in small increments. So lovingly donate it. Give it away to somebody else in the family. Sell it. It not only frees up the energy, but it creates space for bigger, better things to arrive. And I don't mean bigger and better physical objects, because we need to start minimalizing in life, not adding more and more, down with capitalism. Walking into a room filled with things that truly bring you joy is the greatest way to increase your room's frequency. If you walk in and it's clean and neat and you see things you love and it feels good to you, that frequency is high. So decluttering is your fastest way to raise the frequency in a room. You will also find that your focus and mood improves. I get so much joy from filling boxes with things that I don't use and I don't need anymore and donating them to a secondhand shop. I like to give to shops that use the money to benefit a cause that's important to me. And there's quite a few in my area that I like. When it comes to clothing, though, I first try to sell them, and it's not because I need the money. It's because the majority of clothing that you donate ends up in landfills, and the environment is far too important to add to landfills unnecessarily. It's really important to buy secondhand clothes and sell your clothes secondhand so that we keep them in circulation longer rather than going straight to landfill. I don't know if you know, but donation centers, if they don't sell with in a certain amount of time, that's why they end up in the landfill. So I also sell on online sites, and I'm not going to name them because I'm not here to promote them. But if they don't sell within a time limit that I set for them, then I invite my friends over to shop. I don't charge them any money. I'm just like, take what you want, try things on. And they leave with a load of new clothes and they're delighted and and I can feel the energy, the frequency just raise in my home. Everybody's happy. So donating clothing or anything is my last resort. I try to give it away or sell it first. But everything that you remove from a room and especially when it's your home, clears the energy, raises the frequency. You feel that vibration rise and you might even get a little giddy. As we all know, doing things that feel good make you want to do it again. So just do a little bit. Here's a little secret for you about me. I've been on a mission to get rid of stuff from my home for about 16 years. I don't know how I have anything left to get rid of, but I keep finding things. So recently I found some things in my kitchen and that was it. I decided the kitchen is the next thing I'm going to raise the frequency of. I don't need 5 cookie sheets. Lots of fancy serving and candy dishes and silver trays. Frankly, I don't host fancy events. I'm very down to earth. It was amazing how much I pulled out of my kitchen cabinets, that things that were still very usable, valuable for other people, and I still have everything I need. And I could just feel the frequency of my kitchen just rise right up. So the next is cleanse your space energetically, which is not the same as cleaning. So energy cleaning, you do a little differently. Um, I used to do energy cleansing with burning sage, but I became highly allergic to that. I switched to burning Palo Santo, which is wood, and then I became very allergic to that. But I, at the time, I was doing um, smoke. Cleansing my home was with smoke uh, was a practice I did regularly. And I used to do it on people as well, but I can't be around that anymore, just Allergies. So it does remove negative energy and allows more positive energy to fill the space of the room and raises the frequency. Uh, you can cleanse a room with birch bark, which is the tree of birth and new beginnings. So you might want to use that if you're having a new child coming in or if you have a new stage in life, so a new adventure, new endeavor. The smell of birch bark connects you to the national natural world, and you can visualize wind tossing leaves deep in the forest. You can say a blessing or a prayer as you smudge—that's what it's called when you do energy clearing, using fire, tree medicine, your own mental focus, prayers. You can shift, raise, and change energy. You will feel invigorated, refreshed, and lively, and so will your home it's amazing. Like when I do these things, particularly um, when my clients see me in person, they come to my home. And so they come into the fourier, which opens into the living room and immediately they're like, it feels so good in here. It's the frequency because I consciously work on this. You can do that too. So everyone who comes to your home, everyone who lives there and everyone who visits will feel it and really benefit from that increased frequency. Now that I'm also allergic to the Palo Santo, I had to find a new way, and my friend Rosa Reynolds, who passed away recently, told me about using essential oils to cleanse a room, a home, an office. and because I do spiritual work, I do this more often than most people might. I spiritually clean my cleanse my office with essential oils after every session, and there is a marked difference between the, before I do it and when I'm through. I spiritually cleanse every room in my home with essential oils weekly to keep the frequency as high as possible. And then every day I diffuse particular essential oils just to keep things going, keep the frequency high. It's important that you leave a door or window open during this cleansing process so that negative energies have a place to escape to. If smudging seems too much, Consider lighting a candle, setting an intention for peace and harmony within the room, within your home. Uh, Here are some essential oils that you can use to cleanse energy. These are by no means the only one. They're just some I thought I'd talk about today that I like. Cedarwood, rosemary, lavender, lemon, lang lang, and patchouli. Use two or three of them. And actually, if you choose Lang Lang, which is a pretty powerful scent, you might only want to use that and one other thing. It's very strong. It's easiest if you make a blend of the oils you choose because you're going to be dabbing a drop on your fingers and then putting it on the four corners of every door and window in the home. And it's important to state your your intention of cleansing all low-frequency energy from the room before you begin this process. I like to say, anything that is not of the light must leave this room now. Only that of the light may remain. I usually elaborate upon that, but I want to keep it simple because, as you know, as I always say, it's not about you saying the exact words I say, but save whatever feels right for you that gets the job done. So you're going to say this as you're dabbing the essential oil blend around doors and windows. Remember to include dabbing skylights, pet doors, anything like that as well, chimneys, fireplaces. Let's talk about stuck energy. Sometimes the problem is more about stuck energy than frequency. Maybe you're sick of seeing the same stuff in your in your same room. That's a good time to rearrange things uh maybe you have some art you can move to different from different rooms into this room, shake things up a bit, get a couple, get some new covers for your throw pillows, get a new throw. Um, first, I always rearrange things because I'm used to I've moved so much in my lifetime and each time I had to make my things fit into a new space. So now it's just the 1st fir- I'm not moving a lot, but it's the first thing that I do. So it could be you just spend a lot of time in the room, like I spend so much time here in my office. Luckily, it feels good to me, but you want to shake that energy up. So here are some methods you can do. The first one is using sound, Uh, listening to Gregorian chant, which is one of my favorite things, Yoga yoga chanting and hymns. Everything has an energetic frequency, and that includes sound and music. Chanting and hymns are very high vibrational sounds and will automatically begin to raise the frequency around you. Tibetan singing bowls are a wonderful way to elevate the energy in your space. They come with mallets and you just lightly hit the bowl towards the top rim and they sound like beautiful church bells as you're moving it in a circular pattern, keeping pressure on it. And that sound immediately raises the vibration in a room. So another thing involves your fingers, your hands. And I like this one. I actually was reminded of this as I'm preparing for today's show. So last night, very late at night, I was doing this here in my office. If anybody was walking by outside, they're probably like, what is that woman doing in there? Snap your fingers, clap your hands all around your head, shoulders, and body. Repeat the same action in the corners of of the room you're working in where negative energy can easily become trapped. It becomes stagnant. Snapping and clapping breaks up toxic blockages and instantly raises energy. When we put our bodies in motion and combine them with focused intention, we can introduce fresh energy into our surroundings. You can also do a bunch of wild wiggling, just standing in place. It's not about looking good. It's dance as if no one's watching. Hopefully nobody is. Just do it. Flap your arms, stamp your feet, shake your body. And while you do it, call on your angels to help you clear out any stagnant, stuck energy. And that higher, more positive energy will spread throughout your space and out through your home or office. Another thing is about um, modern devices, such as radios, computer chips, digital watches. They rely on quartz crystals because of their ability to transmit energy. So, it's probably no surprise that placing crystals and particularly quartz crystals like amethyst, citrine, clear quartz, placing them around your home, especially the room, because we're going to focus on a room, will elevate the energy inside. I have multiple crystals like that, so many in this office, you know, and some are to stay here for this reason of keeping the frequency high and clear, and some. I give away to clients when I move to like little round pieces of clear quartz. I have all kinds of stones. So it takes a little bit of time for the energy of the crystals to integrate into the room. Crystals can be purchased inexpensively online and you won't feel it. You're not going to necessarily like put it in the room and five minutes later, ooh, it feels so much better in here. It gradually permeates into the room and later the home or the building. and it it does create a more positive feeling, you will feel more comfortable in your space. When people come to my office, they always say, oh, it feels so good in here. I mentioned that earlier. It's not bragging about my office. It's because I just want you to understand how effective it is to raise the frequency. And the other thing is doing a lot of work with angels. There's a lot of angelic energy in my office, so that feels good. You can also pull out a pendulum, and I'm going to I think most of you know what it is, and you might not realize it's a scientific instrument that reflects energy. So I'm going to show you mine. It has a little stone on the end, and it's got a little fairy because it's the closest to an angel that I could find at the time. And... You can use it to help move energy. It's not magic. It's just energy. You can use any necklace as long as it has something weighty, a weighty pendant on it that will help it spin in circles. The reason pendulums can clear energy is that energy is impressed upon matter. It's all about intent and the pendulum carries your intent. Stand in a room where the energy feels stuck or if you're uncomfortable in that particular room, stand in a totally different area of the building and ask God and the angels to remove negative energy from the room while the pendulum spins. You get it started by spinning it in a counterclockwise motion, which removes negative energy. Then keep your hands still and ask God and your angels to clear negative energy from that room. Allow it to spin until it stops or it moves in a different direction. Then you know you're done. To enhance the energy among family members in your home who may be at odds, you can get in a quiet place by yourself, hold the pendulum, and nudge it to swing in a clockwise direction. This bolsters positive energy. And while you do this, again, ask God and your angels to harmonize the energy among family members in your home. Because I think none of us will be surprised to know that sometimes the problem is, is disharmony between people in the home or the office. Next, ask for support. If you use your intention, you can clear energy. Energy follows thought. It's all about being mindful. Take a few breaths, get calm, and ask your higher power to help you. And you can say something like, I call upon my angels and spirit guides to clear from my room all negative energies for the good of all involved alternately you can ask this you can ask angels and guides to enter your home uh, you can just call on your angels you can just say quietly to yourself or even out loud i call on angels and guides to bring love and peace into my room before asking however it's important that you are in a balanced state the angels can hear you better if you're not agitated and it's not that they are punishing you for being agitated but For them, agitation is perceived as dissonance, and it's like having a lot of static on radio waves, so it's harder for them to hear you. So take a few deep breaths first to calm your emotions, get yourself really grounded with the earth, and then make your request. So where do you start with this process? It can be overwhelming to think of doing all of this to your entire home or a big office building. So start with one room. Which room do you spend most of your time in? Which room's frequency feels the lowest to you? Starting with either one of those is a good place to begin because it'll have the most results for you. Get that one room's frequency as high as you can get it. Spend some time in it, feeling the difference. Take your time with the process. And when you're reading, when you're ready, that reading, when you're ready, take on another room. It can even be a closet. If you're having trouble getting started, um, you could just start with a closet. Get that room following all the steps I gave you. Get that closet clear. It's probably closets tend to be cluttered and they tend to be dark places. So they could use some energy uplifting for sure. It's and it'll just get you going. Once you do one, you're more likely to keep going because you'll feel better and better and better as you move forward. Let me know your experiences with this process, either trying these methods I've suggested or what you've done that's worked for you and the difference it's made for you. I'd love to hear about it. I answer all my comments, so love to hear from you. Make sure you visit my Patreon page for the follow-up, kind of the second part of this topic. It is available to anybody. You do not need to pay to join my page to see this extension of the podcast. And this week, I'll specifically be talking about things that lower your frequency. So you need to be aware of that. Again, you can get it free. My Patreon page is The Angel Room, the same as this podcast. Tune in next Sunday. The topic is validating intuition. I had a lot of requests for that. Happy to, happy to give you the information that you seek. And in the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. I'll see you next week.